Hi, my name is Jordan Lytle, and welcome back to the Collected Nonsense Podcast, a podcast about music, games, and other nonsense. With me, I have my co-host, Zachary Bruno. Zachary, how are you doing? Good, good. How are you, how are you do- doing, Jordan? Pretty good. Actually, less tired today than normal. Sweet. Well, it is morning. morning. In the middle of the day. Yeah. Well, it's middle of the day for me. It's still morning for you. Yeah, so this week we're trying something a little different. We've been using Skype, and we decided to switch to Mumble. So far, I really like it. Really high quality. Low latency. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's really cool. Yeah. So, what have you been up to this week? Well, actually, um, I'm helping this guy uh, from Montana um, with a uh, a track um, off his album that he's going to release sometime in August, doing a piano part for that and kind of uh, fiddling around with some um, audio, sound design kind of stuff, adding different synths and instruments and stuff. Um, so that's really cool. That's kind of what I've been tinkering or tinkering around with lately. Cool. So you're doing like some producing kind yeah, of, or just yeah. messing with different sounds? Yeah, kind of producing probably won't be the, I won't be like the end guy. Um, cause he has some other guys that are way, way better than me to do that kind of stuff. But, um, putting the piano track to it and just kind of like seeing the song come together like that is just kind of, kind of really cool. Nice. So what kind of style is the song? Is it similar to your stuff or is it a little different? Well, it's, uh, it's a vocal. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know how it, how I would describe it. It's not quite electronic, but it's, uh, it's definitely worship themed. Um, maybe, maybe has that kind of vibe too, a little bit. Uh, it's piano driven. So, um, I'd say it's probably kind of your, your typical uh, modern worship song with kind of a le- an electronic twist to it. Okay, be interesting to listen to. Do you know when the album is actually going to come out? He wants it. He wants it. To, wants to release it around August, but I'm not sure about about exactly when. Okay, so just sometime in August. Yeah, yeah. That's coming up pretty fast. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's gonna be cool. Cool. So you've been listening to any music this week? Yeah, actually. Um, uh, a lot of need to breathe. Need to breathe is the band of the week. I chose just a few minutes ago, <laughs> but um, <laughs> they're uh, they're a really cool band. Um, we listened to. I think like I just sat on the couch and and put the music, the albums up on YouTube um, on the TV, and I just sat on the couch with my dad, and we were just like chilling yesterday, just really tired and just kind of like not doing anything, just listening to music, and we put the like I think we put like. One of those playlists that had like three or four back-to-back albums on. Um, it was really, really cool. It was like the first time I listened to most of their songs, and uh, they're just all really, really good. I like it a lot. Hmm. So what kind of style is it? I know of the band, but I don't really know anything about them. I don't know that I've listened to any of their stuff. Okay, so it's um, it's an American Christian rock band from Seneca, South Carolina, and the band is composed of Bear Reinhardt, Bo Reinhardt, Seth Bolt and Josh Lovelace, and I just read that from Google, but um, <laughs> it's it's really cool. It's um, it's pretty much exactly what you you'd think of when you think of a an American Christian rock band, but it has that that kind of country folk twist to it, and the production is really amazing. Um, the instruments just come together like it's just all it just all feels so like original and not cliche like I'm so used to listening to pop music so um when I listen to this it's kind of like 
it's definitely um, a refresher because it's just doesn't have that. Um, I guess it doesn't doesn't follow the lines that you know pop music usually follows like a set set way of 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 uh, playing and. Yeah, they found a formula that works and they, they stick to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's just it gets repetitive, you know. And this is kind of like, you know, it doesn't matter. They kind of go outside the box and do whatever, and that's really cool to me. I think. Huh. I'll have to go listen to them. We'll put a link as usual in the description. I have to be careful when I say that to make a note because one of these days I'm going to say I'll put a link in the description and then not do it. So I want to. Yeah. Well, I I forget like half the time to send you the links too. So. Yeah, I usually just go find them. <laughs> well. Yeah. That's so good. That sounds good. Yeah. Been listening to anything else? No, that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah, I listened to. Let's see. Well, I, the other day or yesterday, I went and played a bunch of music with some friends in, out in Fort Worth, um, and we were playing some original stuff, and it was funny because one of the things that we played. It was a song called Meet Me that my friend of mine wrote, and I forgot that he wrote it. <laughs> I just thought it was like a song that's been around forever. Nice. And so I spent like 10 minutes trying to look it up on YouTube, <laughs> could not find it, and I was like, okay, let's see if I could find a link. And I went and looked at the list of songs we were going to practice, and it was one of the original ones, and so I was impressed. <laughs> nice. I mean, he, he, I knew that he was a good songwriter and that, you know, I know that he's capable of writing good songs. It just sounded like this kind of song that had been around for a long time. It seemed like an old song, so I really liked it. That's awesome. What, yeah, what, so what kind of songs do you usually play? Uh, so with this group of people, we usually play country style stuff. So we're trying to find, kind of, we're, we're forming a band, trying to kind of find our sound. And so we do a lot of kind of a mixture of older country stuff, older folk stuff, and uh, some modern country stuff with our own kind of spin on it, and a few things like. Behold the Hurricane by uh, the Gaslight Anthem that we've done kind of in our own style. It's a little different than what they normally do. Sweet. So yeah, just a, a mixture of different things. So, so I think that was the last thing I listened to. Uh, I know I listened to more stuff this week. I'm trying to remember what. A lot of Gaslight Anthem as always. And, oh man. I don't know. I, I, didn't, I guess I didn't listen to as much music as I thought I did this week. Well, see, like I didn't oh. either, but... Oh, go ahead, man. I know, I, I know what else I listened to this week. I listened to some Bonnie Tyler, which is uh, she's like a pop artist in the '80s, I think. And the only reason I listened, I started listening to her stuff, is because I heard one of her songs. Uh, which one was it? I think it was "Faster Than the Speed of Night," and it sounded like a Meatloaf song, like exactly. And she sounded like Meatloaf <laughs> on that song, and I was like, okay, this, first off, this is a really good song. Second, she really sounds like Meatloaf. I wonder if this song was produced by Jim Steinman. And I looked uh, it up, and it was written and produced by Jim Steinman, nice. who's the guy that wrote and produced all the music for Bad Out of Hell, Meatloaf's first album. And so I figured out he he wrote and produced a bunch of her songs, and so I was going through and listening to all those because they're really good. So one, uh, I think my two favorites are Faster Than the Speed of Night and Total Eclipse of the Heart, which are both really good songs. Nice. Dude, it's interesting that you kind of like pay attention to the producers because... Um, I think we were on, before we started listening to Need to Breathe uh, yesterday, my dad had Pandora on, and we were listening to Matt Carney Radio, which uh, is another really good artist. Uh, might talk about him next week, but um, anyway, um, we I think like one song was playing, and I didn't I didn't really get the, the title or the artist, and I was like, wait, 
is that 10th Avenue North? Because, like, the singer sounds like 10th Avenue North, the lead singer in 10th Avenue North. I forget his name. Um, but I, he's like, no, it's not. It's Mumford and & Sons. And I'm like, oh, okay. It sounds, the guy sounds, like, almost exactly like the lead singer. So I was wondering, like, I guess uh, a lot of it is the production quality. I think you can, like, mess around with how the voice sounds a lot in the production side of things, too. So it might be, it might be, a, maybe they have a... a a similar producer or I don't know. Well, a lot of times, so one of the things I noticed is there was an artist, I forget who that said, if you look at all the bands that you like, you'll notice they, all of them use a lot of the same producers and it's true. And I don't pay a ton of attention, attention to that. Cause there are only a few producers I actually know the names of, but I've gone through and looked at like all the bands that I like to listen to. And a lot of times they do share producers and it's because those producers have a certain sense of what they think sounds good and what they think doesn't. Yeah. And so they're the ones determining the sound of the recording. Right. And so if you have a specific sound you like, chances are you're going to like things produced by a certain person, which is why it'd be interesting if on Spotify and stuff, it would show you who produced it. Mm, I'd really like that, actually. Like if you could do a a playlist of or just, you know, like shuffle everything produced by this person, because that would would probably be more accurate as far as figuring out, finding a playlist of things that you might like versus genre. Yeah, other yeah. than genres, which is what they normally do, because it's usually like, okay, here's a song that I like, and here's something that's supposedly related but sounds nothing like it, and it's just not good. Right. So I think that'd be interesting. That's that's a feature. I'd that like. would be cool. I think, like, yeah, because I, I know, like, 21 Pilots, they're not really, they don't, like, even within an album, they don't have a specific genre they follow. It's, like, all over the place, and, you know it flows it's like the same but it's not the same genre so like it's the same producer that would be awesome that'd be really cool i think yeah because there are bands like that they have a specific sound but it's really hard to put them in one box and put one label on them and say this is what they are and this is what they sound like there's some bands that all their stuff sounds Dude, the same. that would be uh like but, even underneath the covers like as a like maybe like a filter that you can't quite see like on spotify or something it'd be like sort by type or style instead of genre. And you could like, that would be really cool. Like it would somehow fit into their algorithm. I think that'd be like a, that'd be, I wonder if they're already doing that. I don't know. I feel like they aren't just because of how bad the sorting algorithm usually is. I feel like. Yeah. In general, most like I have yet to find one that actually plays stuff that I'd like to listen to ever. Like usually if I, you know, if I, if I'm on something like Pandora or, is something like that, and I'm playing, you know, it's like, oh, uh, create a station based on something. It, usually the only things on that station I end up liking are the stuff that cr- I created the station with. Oh, really? So if I create the station with one song, it plays a bunch of stuff. Every once in a while, I'll play something from that artist, and I'll like that and everything else. It's just like, okay, this isn't bad, but I wouldn't listen to it again. I mean, there are exceptions. I get, If I pick something that's, like, if I pick something like Elvis then they're going to play a bunch of stuff that's from that era and I'm going to like most of it. But if I pick something like the Gaslight Anthem, they're going to play a bunch of stuff I don't want to listen to. Yeah, that's interesting because producers are only confined to a specific era too, so that would be very, very helpful as well. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that a ton of people would use that feature, but I would. I would use that like crazy. Yeah. Huh. Great. Yeah, so speaking of music services, perfect segue, yes. Apple Music. Apple Music. So I know, yeah, you didn't use it much. Um, but, I, I didn't use it much. Yeah. But we're going to talk about it. Well, week. yeah, the reason why I didn't use it 
at all was because I didn't, just to be honest, um, I did not have any use for it. I mean, I, I use Spotify. So, um, like, why use Apple Music? It just didn't, didn't make sense. Plus, I have a subscription to Spotify, so, I mean, there's not really any reason for me to switch. But, um, but correct me if I'm wrong, you get Apple Music for free for, like, the first, like, 30 days or 90 days. And then you have I to think pay. it's 90 days. Is it 90 days? Yeah. So I, I started a subscription this week. Okay. And I was not impressed. I mean, it's basically just Pandora, but they also have a radio station. It, I just don't have any use for it, really. Uh, the, the one interesting thing about it was that radio station. But I turned it on, and they were playing some song I'd never heard of that the mix was so muddy on that I couldn't even hear what the person was saying. And not like a, oh, it's metal, I can't understand yeah. it. It was just like you couldn't hear the vocals. They just weren't loud enough. Huh. And it was just like... <laughs> like it was bad. It was really bad music. Wow. And, I, and then I immediately just turned it off and was like, yep, uh, that's enough of that. Well, so, I, like, the idea of a radio station is great, but you have to actually have taste to run a radio station or at least have some amount like some understanding of what good music is i feel like the only reason that itunes works is because it's so hard to get music on your phone any other way um than through itunes or if you have an iphone i mean if you have an apple phone it's not like the easiest thing in the world to get music on your phone other than through itunes so if well, you can use the Google Play Store pretty easily, or the Google Music Store. Uh, well, I mean, like, on, on the music app is what I'm saying. You can't, because I've gotten, I've gotten music. Are you saying you can get music from Google Play onto your music app? Not without syncing it, but I, I okay. would just use it yeah. in the Google Play app. Like, right, you have I mean, to if use you're going to use iTunes, app. might as well use iTunes, right? Right, right. So if you have, like, for the people that have always used iTunes before all these music services came out, um, you have all your music on iTunes, it's kind of inconvenient to switch. So the only way that you can kind of make everything the same is by ditching Spotify and Google Play and using iTunes and Apple Music. Um, but if you don't have all your music on iTunes or you have some, like I do, I just have a tiny bit, um, then there's not really any reason like, other than the fact that maybe you kind of want to somehow use what you've already paid for um, to switch to Spotify or something like that. Um, yeah, I guess it's a convenience thing, too. And the pricing's not bad. Like, you, for 15 bucks, you can get up to six licenses. For so Apple if Music. you really want that kind of service, that's not a bad price. But I don't... It's just a Pandora-style thing with stations. I don't, you know, I don't see what the draw is, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and then the other thing, I think... Um, I was... I think it was couple days ago I went to see a music video I went to click on a music video or something like that and it said sign up for you don't have an Apple music account sign up and um, I didn't like I don't remember ever having to do that because I thought that Spotify was or Apple iTunes was something that you could just you could watch music videos for free I thought I don't know no, actually, you couldn't. I just remembered this just now because I have a few music videos that I bought as part of albums, like the uh, okay. you know, like the deluxe edition. They would show them to you, and you could watch like a preview of them, but you couldn't actually watch music videos straight oh, up. You really? had to pay for them. Yeah, 
Okay. So that, that at least makes sense, as annoying as it is. But the thing is, it's like, why pay for it when you can just go look it up on YouTube? Yeah. I guarantee you it's there. Yeah. That's my my thing. Yeah, the only case I'd pay for a video of, you know, something like that is if it's just a concert video where it's the whole, like, you know, three-hour concert and you can watch it. Because there are a few concerts that are worth watching all the way through. Although I don't think I've done that in forever. Yeah. I'd rather go to a concert, honestly. Yeah, well, I would too, but every once in a while you'll find one specific concert that where it was like the best versions of all the songs. Like my favorite version of um what is I'm blanking on the name. It's like one of my favorite songs. Oh. Um Who's it by? Springsteen, it's the the, li- the first line is we busted out of class, had to get away from those fools. We learned more from a three minute record, baby, than we ever learned in school. What is it? Why can I not remember the name of it? It's so weird. Like I do the same thing because the I, I <laughs> it becomes like almost second nature to you where the album title or the album title and the uh, song titles don't even they don't even make matter anymore. You know. Yo, I just forget. Like, I, I don't know why. It's No Surrender is the name of the song. No but my favorite version of that was at a concert. My favorite recording of it is from a concert. And the quality is not great, but uh, you can only find it on YouTube. And it's a version sung by both Br- Bruce Springsteen and Brian Fallon from the Gaslight Anthem. And it's nice. the best version. And then there's stuff like there's a version of, or version of um, Another New World which I think is a Josh Ritter song, sung by Chris Thiele, and it's just him and a mandolin, and that is nice. one of the best performances of any song ever. I don't know if, if you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. Dude, I'll, I'll put will. a link in the description, too, because that is, that is... I need to rip that video, too, because there's only one video of it okay. anywhere, and it's just on YouTube, and it's amazing. And he, he does like a mandolin solo that sounds like strings. It sounds like there's an orchestra. Really? excellent Dude, i mean not a full but it sounds like there are strings playing and it's him on a mandolin it's amazing okay it's like 10 minutes long too okay. um i don't want to like take that away, take anything away from that but it just reminded me from about this uh it was a facebook video that went around on you on facebook for a while it was a 21 pilots cover with just a ukulele and um the lead singer um i forget his name now it was uh Tyler, um, and he, uh, he played an, a cover of Elvis, uh, I forgot what it's called. Um, I think it was, I think it was, the title was Can't Help Falling in Love, but I'm not sure. That, oh, I love that song. That, yeah, it was, it was really, really good. It, the, the video is really low quality, like the audio wise, but it just, it just grabbed you, you know? I'll have to go listen to it because I really like that song. I'd be curious to see what their version of it is. But yeah, there's something about stuff like that where it's like a one-off recordings of things. And stuff like that I'd pay for. Like you can't find that in a studio recording. And a lot of times it's stuff like that, like especially with, you know, Springsteen and Brian Fallon doing something together. It's not something that's normally going to happen in a recording studio. It's the the kind of thing that's only going to happen like one time at an event. And I'm really glad somebody got a recording of it. Same with the Chris Ely thing. So yeah, we got we got to that from Apple Music. 
I think. Yep. Oh, yeah, because we're talking about music videos. Yeah, so, yeah, in conclusion on the Apple Music thing, it's just not, for either of us, it just doesn't make sense. It's just not worth anything. Uh, even if it was free, I wouldn't use it, honestly. Yeah, same. Spotify is still easier. Yep. And most of the stuff on Spotify I can do without paying for a subscription, other than saving stuff. And I got to listen to an ad every once in a while. Well, you know, um, it's an interesting piece of news that we might probably don't have enough time to talk about this week. I don't even know. Uh, We'll start. We got 40 minutes left. 40 minutes left. Okay, we'll start then. Yeah, we got plenty of time. Okay, so I read an article recently about how Spotify and most of the streaming services available, we're not talking about Pandora or anything like that, but Spotify and Apple Music and, and such, they're not even making money. They're still in the red. Uh, Spotify is still in the red. They're, I mean, I'm not surprised about Apple Music because it just started, but Spotify is still in the red? Yes, they're not They're not making money. They're, they're basically dumping all their money back into the into the system, and they're losing money. It's not. It's not going up. So it's kind of a Ponzi scheme, kind of, because it's not a, uh, it's not scalable. It's not uh, sustainable. It's not a sustainable model. So a lot of I mean, people... It's not really a Ponzi scheme because they'd be making money if it was a Ponzi scheme. Well, the investors are making a lot of money, but that's it. Okay. Yeah. So um, the company isn't, but the investors are, which is, I guess, sometimes how it works, but... Uh, just kind of like a tool to to make money so what a lot of people think is that spotify and a lot of these streaming companies are just going to go down the drain and there's going to be kind of like a rebirth of the music industry somehow i don't know what it's going to be like but it kind of seems like we're repeating the last century over in it in it's in a few ways um obviously not with the streaming services but like just the music is just going to be i think I, I re- I'm really hoping that the music industry is going to change for the better in that, um, you know, we had a lot of, of independent artists um, kind of come out of the woodwork and, and be able to make money and stuff. But uh, I think a lot of the big labels are still, they're still trying to profit on artists in, in kind of a bad way. They're not like, they're not really helping artists succeed for their own gain. It's more it's more for the labels gain, um, which I can understand, but like, um, in some cases they're exploiting artists rather than exactly profit, just normally profiting from them. Yep. So I think what I would hope to see, like, I hope it changes some, but I, it's becoming more open in general. And I hope that the industry just keeps becoming more open because what's really where the money will eventually be made is not in like giving people a way to make music because now everybody can make music. Right. Everybody can get recording equipment if they save a little bit of money. It's not insanely expensive anymore and it doesn't have to be amazing. Well, you know, a lot of a lot of people that are playing music now didn't start out with, you know, full studios and recording with a full band and all sorts of stuff. They started out, you know, doing small recordings and stuff like that. True. And you, you don't have to have thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of equipment anymore, which is one of the main things that studio or that labels could offer you was the funding to get all that stuff and to pay for you to be in the studio. And it's still really expensive to be a band, but you don't have to pay for all that stuff now. So I think eventually the business model will change. And I'm hoping that 
studios focus more on discovery and less on you know the money so that you know studios profit on how many people are listening to somebody's music so they say like you know if you sign with our label we'll take a cut of your profits but we'll also make sure you're played on all the radio stations and we'll make sure that your music gets out there we'll help get you deals and stuff like that which is stuff they're already doing but if they focus more on that and like helping the band right specifically helping the band and saying you know the money we make is based on how much profit you make. And the, the problem is they're still going to have to take pretty sizable cuts to be able to pay for all that. Cause that all that's really expensive. I don't know. It's a, it's a delicate balance. I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of the business side of the music industry, but I can speculate as far as what I think will work. I'd really like to see it become more open because right now it's just not. Yeah. Yep. And Yeah. So we'll see, I guess we'll, we'll kind of have to watch and wait and see. Um, I don't like, as much as I don't like the Spotify model, I still have Spotify. So I'm kind of, kind of a hypocrite in a way. I just, honestly, I just don't really have the money to pay for music, but I still want to listen to music. Um, so I guess that's, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. I'm just curious to see how Spotify we'll have to either change to make more money or what happens if they go away the way they're doing it right now they're they're just playing ads and they can't be making that much money off the ads and I, i'm assuming not that many people are paying for the full service yeah i think a lot well the ma- majority of their income is the the paid memberships but yeah well i mean that's that's what i'm saying is the problem though is that yeah they're not making that much money on the free users and i'd assume that most of their users are free users well the ads don't make sense because of the fact that you can click on different songs and it feels like you know pandora it makes sense because it's like a radio station but like with spotify how do you like you you click on a song you want to listen to it and then it's like i want and then it plays an ad and you're like okay kind of an inconvenience it's there's a trick to this and this is what i do yes if the only time it plays an ad is when it's transitioning from one song to another so if you click on another song before the first song is ended like when in the last second of the song it will never play an ad if you do that always yeah but so i never hear ads on spotify anymore because right. i'm always paying attention to just click the next one which is great for me horrible for them because they're making no money off of me yeah well they're they never make money off of me because i never click on it on the ads. Yeah, but you also pay for Spotify. So, you know. True, true, true. But Do they still play ads when you pay for it? No, they don't. I okay, mean, I before. before. Like, when I used to... I remember when I used to used to play Spotify. It was kind of a... The whole reason I, I paid for Spotify was because I could not select specific songs on my phone. And because I wanted to download them. Um, but on the computer, you can select specific songs. And on tablets, too, which is why I only right. use Spotify on my um, NVIDIA Shield. So it's like, I want to go running. I, I mean, I guess, but I don't know. It just They also had a really weird shuffle algorithm, because I did use it on my phone for a little while. And I noticed no matter what song you were listening to, if you hit shuffle, it would always start with one of like three songs. Yeah. It, it um, seemed to be weighted in a way that wasn't was cool. actually purely random. Yes, it was kind of, I think it's kind of cool, actually. They... I think they play, um, 
yeah, it's really weird. I don't know. Sometimes I like the way it does it, and sometimes I don't. It's I think it picks the most popular songs from the from your playlist from the artist, you know. But I'm not sure. Yeah, it's it's not actually shuffling. It is just reordering it by popularity or something like that. Because I would always get the same songs first. Yeah. Which meant that like the less popular songs, if you wanted to hit shuffle and then listen to one of the less popular songs and you skipped to get to it, you would never get to it if it was one of the least popular songs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like I actually I ran the numbers one time, like and I, I was wondering if it was actually just doing you know, using random chance like it's supposed to. And it wasn't because, you know, I, I was trying to listen to one specific song and I I hit shuffle like 20 times or whatever and it never played that one. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, that's... It was annoying, but I, that's I noticed why I just something don't similar to that too. But I think it's all part of the Spotify experience or whatever. I guess. Maybe, maybe in general, if you're normally just wanting to shuffle... It's better like that because then you hear songs that you're more likely to like first. I don't know. Yeah. It just, it bugs me. So I don't use it. I don't know. I'll be interested to see what happens with Spotify. But, I mean, there's not a whole lot that we can know right now as far as stuff like that goes. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, CDs came back. I don't know. Like, because records are coming back. They're not CDs though. Records have their own. That's true. But records actually have an advantage. CDs don't. CDs are just the same stuff you listen to on through iTunes, but encoded at a lower quality. Actually, that's not true. It's higher. iTunes stuff right now is still encoded at the same quality as CD quality. It is. At the moment. Oh. Yeah. I think it depends from song to song for whatever reason, but most of it's the same quality as you'd get off a CD. Because when I but it's well, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, my, well. I remember um, when I was doing my solo piano stuff, uh, it was burned to CD at a really, really high bit rate. But uh, when I uploaded to iTunes, it was like MP3. So I don't know if that's because... Well, there are different bit rates within MP3 too. Yeah, but I don't know. So it, it all depends. It does vary a it lot, vary. but it's not enough of, of an advantage to bring CDs back because mo- 90% of people don't notice it. Like I would notice... But yeah. it's just, I don't know, CDs is a, it's kind of a dying medium. Like, records make sense because they actually have their own sound to them, and it's analog audio, and it's just, True. it's cool, it's... Uh, it's rad. Yeah. It, it's really awesome, and it actually sounds better in a lot of cases. Like, I have a, a record, or I have a copy of Third Stage by Boston on vinyl. That album sounds 100% different on vinyl than it does on CD. Or on, you know, digital download. Completely different and way better. It sounds like it was mastered completely differently. And I don't know if that's just the vinyl or if it was actually recorded or if they actually um, did something different when they recorded on vinyl. I don't know. But it's way better. Sweet. So stuff like that. But I, I don't know if there may be, it may change somehow or maybe somebody will come up with some new kind of physical media that sounds different it'd be interesting i need to get some some vinyl i need to get some i still need to get a record player yeah a record player too that'd be convenient i think i still have an entire box full of cds somewhere cds but most of them i have digitally so 
you know, I never touch them. Yeah. Although my car still only plays CDs. I don't have an MP3. I don't have like a auxiliary in. So I still have to, I listen to CDs in the car. You can't play records in the car? No. <laughs> I'm sure somebody's tried to set that up. That'd be but, funny. Well, you just get the risk of scratching the records. You'd have to figure out a way to yeah. suspend it so that wouldn't happen. True, true. I mean, that was an issue with CDs originally too. You know, like, um, they had to, originally you couldn't run with CDs or drive with CD players because anytime you hit a bump, it would skip. Okay. But they developed CD players that would not do that. And I don't remember, I don't remember, you know, what they did to fix that. Do they have like mini records where they're like super, super compact? Like 45s? I mean, not, not CD sized, but they have 45s, which are, are what they recorded singles on. It'd be interesting to see something that was like smaller than CD size, if if you could even go that small with analog. See, I'm not sure that you can, because you'd have to have a really, really small needle to read it. Yeah. That'd be weird. It'd be cool though. It'd be convenient. But then it. It would be. The problem is the because you're reading it with. You have to read it differently. Because if you're reading it with a needle and you hit anything, it scratches it, and then it's just broken. Mm. Like, that was one of the reasons they went to CDs is because you could read it with a laser, hold more data, right? And it was you had less risk of damaging the media, right? I don't know. It's pretty cool though. Yeah, I'll be interested. Uh, one of the things I like is that a lot of newer artists are also releasing their albums on vinyl. Yeah, which is cool. I hope that keeps happening. I do too. It looks cool, too. Like, they have these really cool... I mean, it's like this ginormous canvas for, like, artwork, too, right? Yes. Which is one of the coolest things about some albums, too. Like, if you have an album with a really, really nice album art, then you you can get a full, you know, a really nice-sized copy of it instead of a tiny CD insert. Right. It's like you can just put it on the wall or... or... You can, and I'm sure some people do. I think they even make frames that are made for records usually for like vintage ones or whatever like if you're a collector but it'll where you can put the out like the actual album artwork on one side of the frame and then next to it you can put the actual record so you can see the record dude that'd be that'd be big i have one of those for my cds actually or both of my cds um when yeah i, I mean made, they're pretty pretty sizable that's cool though it's almost like you have the the music and then you have the the cover and it's like a real cover it's just it's like a a picture almost it's cool yeah it's pretty great i think on itunes if you buy some a newer song on vinyl you automatically get the digital version of it but i'm not 100 percent sure how does that work well, I mean, it, because it's through Amazon, you get it on Amazon MP3, I think. Oh, okay. I, think. I thought you said iTunes. No, no, Amazon. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Hmm. I'm, I'm looking to confirm that before, before I just let the you know leave that and be like, oh yeah, no, of course. Well, I know that Amazon does that for um, regular CDs. They'll do that, but. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they did that for vinyl. Yeah, I think it depends on if it's actually sold by them or if it's sold by a third-party seller. 
Because it looks like some of these are only sold by third parties, and so they don't do that. Dude, is anyone yeah. else annoyed by how often iTunes gets you to update their software? I just don't update it. You what? I just don't update yeah, it. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I just updated my phone the other day. Like, the update's been sitting forever, and the only reason I updated it was to try out Apple Music. Yeah, well... Just most of the time, I just you know, it just doesn't bother me. It doesn't make that big of a difference. I think the only reason... I just got the new logo for the music app... Um, and then as soon as I updated, it didn't work with the, with my car, with the Bluetooth. It was really weird for the longest time. It didn't work. And that's one of the reasons not to update is it sometimes breaks support for stuff. Yeah. You just have to hope there's a, like for cars, I'm sure there's like a firmware update or something that'll fix it, but. Well, it works now. So I don't know what, what the deal was, but it didn't work and it was directly after the update. So I guess. I don't know, but yeah, I had a um, an alarm clock that it was also an iPhone dock a while back. It I got rid of it a while ago, but at one point I updated my phone and it stopped working with it. Yeah, which is a pity because it had like a set of speakers in it and also worked as like a um a speaker system with a remote, That's so nice. I could control the music from across the room and stuff like that, which was super cool. I didn't use it all that much, but it was really cool. It's nice when I was like cleaning my room or something or do, working on something else and just wanted music playing. I just have the remote on my dresser or something and control it. But at one point, it just stopped working. It would still charge, but that's it. That's one thing that I need to get is one of those Bluetooth speakers to connect to my phone. That'd be really nice. Oh, yeah. Like 100 bucks or something. Yeah, I feel like there's some that are even cheaper. We used to use them when I was working at – I worked at a theater near where I live. And whenever we would close, one person would bring one of those Bluetooth speakers and we'd just play music the whole time, which is nice. Yeah. So I don't, I don't remember how much they are. Some of them are really nice. I, I kind of wonder about, like, if you had a decent-sized speaker system like with high-quality speakers, if you would notice the quality difference of streaming over Bluetooth. Supposedly they've improved it recently, but I haven't really. What that the mess with the difference? Much. Is there a a big difference? Because I've I've noticed something with the car, where it's Bluetooth versus if we plugged it into the phone, it would be different. Well, it's it's definitely lower quality, but I'm just wondering how how much lower, because up until recently it was bad enough that okay. So at work I work with um, voice based solutions, so we do voice recognition and stuff like that. And up until recently, we just didn't support Bluetooth because the quality was too low. So if you had a Bluetooth headset, it just wouldn't recognize what you're saying. Huh. In uh, with noise filtering, so I mean, we build our stuff to work in loud environments. So uh, okay. if there's any noise, it gets filtered out. So the problem is if you end up with static and stuff, or if you end up with stuff that's your voice being distorted, it'll get filtered out too. So until recently, like just just recently, like within the past year. We found one that is high enough quality with the new, uh, I guess, HD audio for Bluetooth stuff. I forget what they call it for whatever reason because I don't work with the names. I just work with the headsets. It's, um, I guess it's, yeah, it's just the newest, Blue newest Bluetooth standard. Is that on the iPhone 6? Uh, all the newest stuff support it. Okay. So... The, the iPhone support it and all that, but it's the... It, what, what you have to worry about is the actual device itself and whether it supports it or not 
I'm totally blanking on the name right now. But, yeah. So it all depends. So if you're hearing a rumble in my my headset, that's probably because there's thunder outside. It sounded like wind from here. Did it? Yeah, you know, like when wind blows across a microphone, like if you're on the phone and it's really windy. That's what it sounded like. Rain's pretty nice, though. Yeah, it is. It's really, really peaceful out here in Arizona. Cool. Does it rain a lot in Arizona? It seems like a place that wouldn't rain a ton. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't rain too much, but during monsoon season, that's generally when it when it really picks up. So like summertime, we'll get like loads and loads and loads of rain. Huh. Because it's good. You probably need the rain, but it seems like an odd time to start raining. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's summer. I'm sure there's science behind it, but who needs that? No, it's just magical. It's just it's just magical. Yeah. It's just the way it is. There's a rain wizard that decides to cause it to rain every summer. Yeah, there's no science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what were we talking about? I feel like we've gone off on a tangent now. Um, we were talking we're about talking music, yes. Yeah. yeah, Spotify. So we're still talking about music, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Talk about games. Well, I, th- I think. Yeah, I was gonna say let's move on. So, have you played any games this week? The games. I know games. Beforehand, yes. we were talking about Lord of the Rings Online. A bit. Right. Yeah. Lord of the Rings Online, and I was talking to you earlier before we started the podcast uh, about how um, we're playing the this. Uh, it's a massive multiplayer online game. Um, together in a in a guild or a, a fellowship is what they call it in Lord of the Rings, um, because it's kind of boring, I guess, in a way to play play by yourself. I, it comes to a certain point where you're like, all you're doing is leveling up, and it's kind of you kind of get lonely just doing stuff by yourself. So we figured that doing it on a Skype call and um, just doing stuff together and being able to to fight maybe more powerful guys together would be kind of more more enjoyable we'd be able to do some strategy stuff and trade and stuff so um so yeah that's what we're doing um you level up probably a little bit faster and it's kind of more of a casual kind of thing um we all have different classes everybody just kind of hangs out on the call yeah 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 so that's fun that's that's really cool um but with the interesting thing like now that i've gotten to like such a high level i say this in quotation marks because it's not like i'm not like extremely high but it's i'm at level 24 and for the people who actually know the game um 24 is like for the, for the people who don't <laughs> 24 is like the level where um you're kind of starting to get out of the beginner stages it just feels that way at least to me um you're starting to get a lot things are getting more challenging you're starting to you should by now know how to fight in a pretty efficient way uh, with all your different attacks and stuff. So um, really for me, like the new thing is is getting the strategy and stuff um, to where you're working with different players and you're trying to figure out, you know, like how you how do you use your character in the best way? Because like I'm a I'm a hunter, so I have a bow and I'm kind of more of the sniper guy. You know, my bow shots are are very few but they're powerful so more powerful than like a tank but the tank can like a tank can 
can go into the heart of the the conflict and like just rip every everybody apart pretty much and and still survive versus me i'm like have to be like next to a healer um or something just because and kind of like a, a bystander almost because if i get attacked by the main group of of the army then i i basically die <laughs> yeah it's interesting. Uh, I guess I I don't I like to play. I typically play tanks in MMOs because I like to be in the middle of all the action. And if I I don't like playing healers and stuff like that because I'm like heal, 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 heal. <laughs> I'm just not, I don't feel like I'm doing anything. And I was, I know some people really enjoy that. I just don't. So I I started playing Lord of the Rings Online a little bit this week. We didn't play together at all yet, but I got through the tutorial and I think I was also a hunter. It was interesting. It was all right. Yeah, might play it a bit. We should definitely do um, a group thing, but you'd have to level up to to where we, well, at least part part of the way to where we are at um, to kind of. So that I don't just get slaughtered. Yeah, so you don't yeah. die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we should record it. We can uh, put it on YouTube. Or yeah, something that'd be fun. Time. We should get like a a YouTube collected nonsense. Um, collected nonsense channel. plays. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm set up to do that, so that'd be actually be pretty easy. Speaking of that. which, um, I forgot to cover this in the music part, but I went ahead and created a Spotify playlist that kind of covers like one or two of the songs that we featured on the on the podcast each week. So, oh yeah, I saw that. I'll have to retweet it because I forgot to. Yeah, so go. Um, I guess Jordan will post a link on on the website when the podcast is up. Um, yeah, I'll put it in the description. Which, if you're listening to it, it is. So go check that out, um, and you can follow the playlist so you'll get, you know, the songs in your notifications if you're a Spotify, Spotify guy, um, kind of. So yeah, there you go. Cool. Yeah, let's see. So I've been playing a few other things. I played. Actually, I haven't been playing that much this week because I've been pretty busy. But today, while I was waiting to record the podcast, I set up um, Rocket League and played a little bit of that. What's that? Okay, so Rocket League is a game where you drive RC cars and you play soccer with them. What? Okay, I've played so that So you use like, an RC car to knock the soccer ball into the other person's goal. Yes. And it's way harder than it sounds. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just really bad at it. It's like 20 bucks on Steam. Really good. Actually, I'll put a link in the description too because you go. That sounds it. really fun, actually. Yeah, apparently the the developers had um, released a similar game a while back. That was not as good. Okay. This one is really good though. Yeah, Definitely it reminds me of a Five game I matches. played on uh, MiniClip like years and years ago. MiniClip games online. It was like one of those free games. Yeah, it's a concept that's been around for. A while, I guess, but they just executed it really well in this case. Okay. And for whatever reason, like driving the car around reminds me of there used to be like a, a Lego game on the Lego website that was driving an RC car around and doing tricks with it. Oh yeah. It was just fun, and it, it reminds me of that just the way it, the car handles. So I'm ha- really bad at it, but it's fun. What's the um, what's the uh, point of view, of the game? It's third person. Yeah. So you're just up and behind the car. Okay. Okay. And so you can kind of customize your car, the way it looks, the colors, and you can have flags that you fly behind it and stuff like that. And so you 
you just drive the car around normally. You have a boost, which will let you go faster, but that uses up. You have a boost meter, and if you run out, then you have to drive over power-ups on the field to, to pick up more. And so that can be an advantage because if you have enough boost, you can boost past somebody who's running back towards your goal and then stop the ball. Oh, nice. And stuff like that. And you can also jump somehow. Oh, wow. And then, like, jump and flip in a direction. So you can use that to direct which way you're trying to hit the ball. Okay, so that's pretty complex then. It's more than just pushing it around. Yes, yeah. There, there, there's a lot to... There's actually, like, a surprising amount of depth to the game. Like, there's different strategies people use. And I think there might end up being a competitive scene for it because there's a lot to it. So is this, like, a one-on-one or do you kind of like switch between different cars or most of the games i played were either 3v3 or 4v4 but i'm not sure what the max is okay i think 1v1 would be kind of boring because the field is pretty sizable yeah so if you if you don't have enough people it ends up just being running around in circles chasing the ball but if you have like 4v4 you can do some pretty cool stuff where you like set up set it up for each other it's like one person gets it to the end the other person gets it in the center and the third person comes in and knocks it in the goal nice because you can get some pretty pretty cool stuff, too. Like, sometimes, every once in a while you get something just ridiculous where you all rush the ball in the middle and one person just hits it over everyone's head <laughs> and it goes straight across the field and into the goal. Nice. It's just stuff like that. Sometimes annoying if you're the opposing team, but it's kind of cool. But you can also get stuff where, you know, the ball is about to go in and somebody just jumps up and knocks it out. So is this like a multiplayer game or is it? Just, yes. Okay. Multiplayer with online multiplayer. Nice. And the servers seem to be pretty good. Apparently, they were having some issues when they first started, but now it's they've got it all sorted out, it looks like. Nice. Yeah, sh- you should get that, and we should play. It's should, better yeah. with controllers, though. Okay. And one of the few games where it better controls with the controller just because you need to have that precision turning and right. stuff like that. So I, I just took an Xbox 360 controller up to my PC and ran with it. Sweet. So... It's definitely worth playing. Lots of fun. So what's it called? Rocket League. Rocket League. Okay, cool. Yep, and it's on Steam. $20 or your regional equivalent. And yeah, I, I don't think I've played much of anything else this week. Just busy week. Oh yeah, I, th- I did play Mass Effect 3. I don't know if we talked about it last week. I think we did. Yes, we did. I'm pretty sure we did. If we didn't, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't. I didn't like the ending to that game very much, but I knew that was going to be the case. It's, whatever. Uh, let's see. I think that's about it, actually. I can't really think of anything else. All right. Uh, somehow, I felt like that discussion was going to drag on longer than it did. Yeah, but what has it been like an hour or almost an hour? Yeah, so we're kind of like right on time, I guess. Yeah, we just kind of blew through all the topics. Yeah. But, all right. So, Zachary, if people want to see things that you post, listen to stuff that you make, where can they find you? Okay, so you can find me on Twitter. Um, It's just twitter.com slash Zachary Bruno. Um, Zachary Bruno, and you can find the, I think... Where are we going to put post links on Collected Nonsense, Jordan? Or It's in the description. In the description? Okay, cool. Yep. So, yeah. It's... So, if you're listening to it on iTunes, on the podcast app, you should just be able to tap the art, 
and it should come up. And if you're on the website, it's just under the download button. Yep. For each episode. Yep. And I organize it that way so that it doesn't get cluttered. Yeah. He made it look nice. And you can... I just use the default WordPress theme. Well, he still made it look nice. WordPress <laughs> made it look nice. Yes, WordPress made it look nice. So, a special thanks to WordPress. Sponsored by WordPress. <laughs> no, we're not sponsored by WordPress. But if you want to sponsor us, WordPress. Yeah. Call us. <laughs> Yep, you know our number already, somehow. Of course. So, um, Twitter, and, um, you know, I'm I'm kind of, like, not liking Facebook as much. I, I kind of don't like Facebook at all anymore. Um, I still go on there sometimes, but I think if you really want to be able to see what I'm doing as kind of a musician and stuff twitter is definitely the way to go and then instagram as well and instagram i have a different username it's arctic wolf 95 and if you can't spell arctic like i couldn't before i figured out how to spell it and made the correct username um (laughs) then look at the description and click on the link cool okay what about you yeah um so you can find me on Twitter at Lytle Jordan, L-Y-T-L-E-J-O-R-D-A-N, and that's about it. Oh, if you want to listen to more episodes of the podcast, you can find them on iTunes. Just search for Collected Nonsense, or you can find them on CollectedNonsense.com. Sweet. So I think that's it for this week. All right. Talk to you next week. Take care. <laughs>